Hello once again, I'm John the Video Guy, and you are listening to The Post Show. In today's episode, I am joined with freelance production assistant and video editor Erica Fowler. Erica is currently in a boat with so many young creatives that graduated from college during the pandemic. Navigating life and trying to find normalcy and consistency in a world full of chaos is difficult enough. But being a creative makes it that much more challenging in today's economy. In this episode, I talked to Erica about her backstory as well as her journey through her career thus far. We also talk a lot about freelancing and branding yourself for future opportunities. So grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy my conversation with Erica Fowler. Erica, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, John. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm excited for our talk today because, you know, 2020, it's, it's been a disaster, to say the least. And being the first year out of college for you, that kind of brought its own set of challenges. But before we dive into that, I want to set the stage. And can you share a little bit about your backstory and how you got into video editing? and production work? So my backstory started in high school, actually. Me and my friends would get together on the weekends and create videos for YouTube. We are convention goers. We go to anime conventions and we cosplay. So we made cosplay music videos, sketches, and we created all of it on our own. And I picked up a camera one day. It was just a little digital camera. I didn't even have a tripod. We used stacks of books to get it to the correct height. Just anything we could find in my friend's basement. And I edited stuff on iMovie. I'm not even going to tell you the name of the YouTube channel because I'm not, I'm not upset about my start. I mostly don't like the quality of the videos. They, they're awful. I can't even look at them, mostly. So I ended up going to college and got into the digital media production at Kent State. And we just went from there and I learned so much. Awesome. Was there things in high school that prepared you to take that step into college? Were there any classes that you took? So I actually didn't have much at my college for camera work and video work. We had we had art classes. We had digital kind of design classes. Uh, not much editing at all. There was Photoshop manipulation, so we kind of started, but mainly no. There was nothing really that prepared me in high school. So really, it, it really came out of the passion for anime and creating videos with your friends. There wasn't really like an AV club or like some type of class in high school that kind of got you exposed to, uh, you know, real world projects, you know. Um, right. Cool. Yeah. So 
as you went into the college search, you know, you, you found this passion with video editing, anime and cameras. Um, how did you go about finding colleges and how did you find and settle on Kent State University? So Kent State was actually not my first choice. Uh, I actually didn't start at Kent State. I started at Ohio University. Go Bobcats. I, I went there for a year and a half, uh, integrated media there, but life happened and it was fun while it lasted. I, I met a lot of people, but I ended up coming home. I took a semester off, actually. A lot of people do that nowadays. Uh, but it wasn't by choice to go to Kent State. When I came home, it was close, 30 minutes away. So I commuted, and I'm very happy that I went to Kent. I learned so I learned way more there than I think I would have at OU. The class sizes at, at OU were looking to be massive. And Kent is just, it's a little smaller, I think. It feels smaller than OU, definitely. But I, I kind of settled on Kent State. So at Kent State University, uh, during your experience there, what was your takeaway from that experience? Your best takeaway from that experience? I definitely loved the audio aspect. I had a great professor, uh, Scott Hallgren. I'm shouting him out. He'd be happy about that. He was a wild guy, honestly. He went, he toured with bands. Um, I can't think of any of the bands off the top of my head, but I definitely enjoyed audio the most from Kent State. Did you have any mentors or like that teacher or professor? Um, did they help shape uh, where you want to go in your career? I kind of always had an idea of where I was going to go. But with Scott's help, I found that I did have a love for audio. I actually went into Kent knowing nothing of audio just you know you make sound yeah but mainly i i just didn't know anything about it and then i came out loving it so that's the main takeaway that scott gave me awesome so upon completion you graduated in 2020 correct yeah may May of 2020, right. <laughs> during the lockdown. Right, so, the right yeah. at the beginning, yeah. So coming out of college, you know, entering the workforce, can you elaborate on some of the challenges that you faced, you know, either personally, professionally, coming into a world in chaos? Well, it definitely wasn't a part of the plan. I never expected how that it would be so hard to find work. This job that we do is in high demand and people need people like us to do it. 
But when there's no money out there because everyone is stuck inside or companies just don't have the equipment to go completely virtual, that just, it's quite different. And coming into a world filled with chaos, no one really knew what to do. I didn't know where anything was going to go. Yeah. And you touched on a few things there. Um, you know, even before the pandemic and the way the world is right now, it was even difficult when I was coming, you know, out of high school and entering the workforce. You know, video production, it's a really tough field to get into. And this kind of adds a new layer into that. And I think you touched on, you know, people, there's not enough money out there. Um, people aren't willing right now to pay for high quality video production. The budgets aren't there. You know, so we'll have to see coming out of this going into 2021, will those budgets increase? Will there be more opportunities in the marketplace? Um, outside of Kent State University, I forgot to ask you, did you have an internship while you were there? Oh, yes. I had a great internship in Akron, actually, Fairlawn area. And it was it was amazing. I actually, that, that was my second time kind of interning with them, quote unquote, because that was actually one thing that my high school did right was they helped us get what they called mentorships. And that was just a two week kind of introductory thing of what you might want to do. A lot of people didn't get much out of it, but I definitely did. And I went back to them in college and did an entire summer. So I'll just call them Akron Buzz. Um, it was a studio, a TV studio setup where we did, we found the movers and shakers of Akron. <laughs> that's what, that's definitely what Dan liked to call them. We would get entrepreneurs, people getting started on projects, calling them in. They would get their product out there and they would have interns like me and a few other people at Kent State that I got to work with. Just do everything, the switcher, the audio, setting up the lights, doing the three cameras in the studio. It was really good exposure. And then the, sometimes we even looked up events I was going on in Akron and we would go out into the field with cameras and uh, boom mics. And I actually got to interview with the mayor of Akron. I never thought that we would do, that I would get to do that. Someone like that, definitely not. That's very cool. Um, and what recommendations, if, you know, if taking uh, what you learned from the internship, it speaking to someone younger at Kent State or maybe in college looking for an internship, what advice would you give to them, you know, seeing what you took away from your internship and trying to find good internships? Definitely listen to your mentors. If you have questions, ask them. Do not settle on some random media 
company, go with someone that is a little more known, but have conversations with your professors because they are there to help you. Don't just go to class every day and go home. Go there and then stay a little after. Get to know them. They're not just teachers. Like, they're real people. You know how when you go to the store and you see teachers and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to talk to them at all. They're real people. They don't live in their offices. They go home. They have a family. They have stories to tell. And you should definitely ask them about those stories because maybe they might know some people network yourself absolutely those are great points you know take advantage of the resources and the people that have a lot of experience such as mentors teachers professors even people in the industry and companies um, that's great advice so entering into the workforce um you're, you're now a freelancer. So you work for a few different companies, projects, and people. How did you prepare to become a freelancer? What equipment did you buy? Maybe uh, how did you set up, you know, so that you can have success as a freelancer? So my first step was I had to have a camera. And cameras are expensive. Lenses are even worse. So I actually went to Dodd Camera and I got a used camera. And it's still actually the only one I own, but it's pretty good. It gets the job done. And then you need your editing software. I went with Adobe because Kent State kind of has discounts on that. Uh, so I got the entire Adobe suite for $70 a year, thanks to the college. I don't know if that's still going to happen, but we're going to work day by day. <laughs> Is that, uh, it, yeah, how long does that last, that prom promotion coming out of college? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> <That's kind laughs> we'll of, find out when we get there. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of what. I'm gunning for, I might ask a few friends if, if I can use their things, if it doesn't work, but maybe cause I'm, a, because I'm a, an alumni, maybe they will do some exceptions. I don't know. That's $70 a year is really nice. Uh, and so back to the equipment, I actually also just upgraded to, some lav mics. I didn't really have microphones because I didn't, I didn't need them necessarily. Whenever I would staff at conventions, anime conventions, all I would be doing is running around and filming people in their costumes and then putting music over it. And I didn't really need microphones but when I did realize I need microphones I really realized it it the you do not use camera audio it sounds awful 
coming from someone who, as I said, really enjoys audio and really nitpicks, I definitely didn't want to hear it. It was, camera audio is not good. So I got lav, I got lav mics. I, I actually also got a task cam and that's been really great. I got it in red. I, you don't need to pick colors, but I really enjoy. Well, if that's your color or you like your brand, if it comes in red, that's like a win-win. Oh yeah. I really have kind of marketed myself <laughs> as red, black, and white. I don't know. Those red is always just popped in my eyes. And one of the things that I learned from college, I, this one guy I used to chat with, he actually was director of one of my projects in college. And uh, one time I was, uh, we were just hanging out and uh, I saw inside his closet and he had the same shirts. He had like seven different, no, they were all the same. He only had one shirt, multiple. And I was like, Matt, what are you doing? He said, branding, Erica. You have to brand yourself. And this guy wore red Converse. And he would just wear them until they were gone. The soles would be just worn down until he was almost walking on the pavement. And then he would buy more. So branding's important, kids. So on that note of branding, did you end up making a logo for yourself or kind of go down that route? I did. So with my cosplay community that I'm in, my Instagram handle is all has always been cool cat. I don't know. It's just kind of it's a little lame, but it's fun. So my my branding came with red and a cat, but then I came up with another name for kind of my video production and it's mask off videography nothing to do with the pandemic it was just it was just me it's it was me taking off the cosplay and putting on a videographer look i don't know there might be a look uh you're just a person but it was me taking off the mask so it was mask off videography the logo was a photo of a mask. It was like a cat mask, just plain red, has ears. But it was it was just something unique. People comment about the mask off, so that's why I said that. Wear a mask. <laughs> you got a conflicting messages happening here. <laughs> mask know. off and then, you know, by the way, everyone wear a mask though. But, you know, it's all good. All right. Um, We're coming up on our time here. I wanted to ask you uh, one last question. It really has to deal with growth. You know, if you remember and see yourself a year ago, you know, before this all happened, you know, in Kent State, and then compare yourself today, how have you grown within the last year? And is the vision for what you imagined a year ago the same as today? 
or has your goals for your career changed? I would say my career goals haven't really changed all that much. It was more personal that have that has changed. The pandemic really stifled all of my work the the amount of work that I thought I would have at this point. I thought that I would be working for a production company that had business going like every single day at least but then I'm still at home most of the time so mainly my goals haven't changed I think I was just set back like a year I was I would say I'm set back a year do you plan on continuing to freelance or are you looking for a full-time position in the future? I'm definitely on the work hunt right now, the job hunt. I want a full-time job. That would be really nice to have some sort of benefits. And I actually thought that I would have that by now, a year, speaking from a year ago from today, I thought I would have been not comfortable, but feeling more secure than I actually am. But I will continue freelancing. I have the equipment. Maybe upgrades are in the future with that. I'd love a new camera. That would be great. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you, Erica, and if for joining on the show. And if there are people out there listening that want to hire you or want to learn more about you, how can they reach out to you? You could find me on LinkedIn. You can just look up my name. Or you can email me. Uh, It's just my first and last name, ericafowler at gmail.com. And whatever type of work they need, I'll try my best to do it. I'm a real go-getter. Awesome, Erica. Well, thank you for joining me on the post show today. Thank you for having me, John. That was awesome. I want to thank Erica again. There was a lot of great content in there, and I hope you found some value in our discussion today if you are in a similar situation as a freelancer. If you like the podcast so far, please follow us and leave us a review. You can also go to my website, johnthevideoguy.com forward slash post show to see all of our episodes as well as recommend future podcast guests. We look forward to talking to you soon.